Your business exists because you had the idea to start it. Everything begins in our minds. That's why your business results cannot outgrow your current level of thinking. Do you want to serve more clients, make more money, without working more or burning yourself out? Grow yourself first as a leader of your business, because that's who you are, a leader, even if you're the only person in your business right now. When you lead yourself first, the business results will always follow. My name is Maggie Perotkin. I'm an international business and leadership coach, an expert in business mindset, strategy, and high performance. I created the Diamond Effect podcast to help you elevate your thinking, expand your perspective, and through it, grow your business without overwhelm. So let's get started. Hello, hello, my dear Diamond Effect leaders, wonderful business owners. Today on episode 123, one, two, three, I wanted to give you some strategies that can allow you to boost your business growth, especially if you're faced with stagnation, but not only. So we're in the slow economy or recession or however you want to call it. And some of you might be thinking that this is what is affecting your business. And maybe you have experienced some slower growth and I want to help you move out of it and grow even better than you did last year. That's what my clients are experiencing. They're actually growing and signing more clients and their business is doing better than they did last year, even though we might be officially in recession. The first thing I want to talk about is that don't allow to tell yourself to believe that the economy is the main reason why your business isn't growing at all, maybe stagnated or is not growing as fast. And here is why. Because you're a small business, it's not like you're controlling a majority of the market in your industry. So it's not like within your potential, you've already reached 80% or 70% saturation, and then it's get, it's getting harder and harder for you to find new clients just because you have most of them. Okay, economy usually affects businesses that control a large portion of their market. And then when it shrinks and their customers have potentially less money or some of their situation changes, then yes, it gets harder to attract those customers without changing or adding new products or adding new offerings and so on. But when you are a small business that barely scratches the surface of how many people they could serve, that has a very little share of their market, the economy has minimal impact on you. And here is why. First of all, there will always be people without your client potential that you haven't even touched yet who are not affected by the economical slowdown. They might still have their jobs. They might be doing actually great. Maybe their industry is doing great. I used to work in the industry in my corporate world that no matter the economy, usually we were fine. Even during COVID, that industry did relatively well in comparison to others. The second reason is 
there are other people that might be now entering into your potential client pool because they're doing well in this economy that weren't before and they weren't even considering your offering and services. And now they do because they're either doing well or their situation changed and now they're considering you. And then I want to say that there is enough of people out there between those two groups for you to attract and truly double your business just because you are a smaller business and you are not controlling the majority of the market and there is way more you could do. And I will give you an example. I was talking to a moving company, I think it was last year, and they were concerned about their growth. And that was a company here in greater Toronto area. So I asked them, okay, if you wanted to reach your goals, how many moves would that be to service? And the owner told me 200 moves in a year. And they would be really good and, you know, doubling their business from previous years and so on. So I said, like, even in harder economy, even if there is less houses being sold in greater Toronto area and there's less moves happening, do you think there is way more moves than 200 in the entire greater Toronto area that has probably about 7 million people living in there, right? So even if you take 50% of the market that potentially they could promote to, And even if out of the 50% of the market where people are selling houses or moving, like moving that you don't need to be selling houses, you could be renting and moving from one place to another and so on. And out of that 50%, even if another 50%, you slash that because some people will do it on their own, do you think there is more than 200 potential clients? And the answer was yes, because the answer was in the thousands. So their fear of housing markets slowing down and people not moving as much, even though that could potentially be true, the numbers were still way more to what they could service. And yes, in order to get there, that moving company would probably need to do other activities in marketing and sales that maybe they were used to, right? Maybe put a bit more effort, but it was still possible for them just from the numbers perspective to achieve their goals, no matter how economy was shaping in their respective market. I want you to apply that logic to yourself. So now I want to share with you certain consideration and strategies which you can do to now go after the business and go after the clients that you can help that are out there and through that help and delivering value to them, growing your business. And we'll do it in like a framework way so it's easy for you to remember. So the word of the framework is modern, M-O-D-E-R-N, modern. I picked that word because I really think I have a modern approach to doing business and growing a business. And I want you all guys to be modern leaders, CEOs. So now I will explain what I mean under each letter of this acronym. Let's get started. M. M stands for methodical approach to growing your business. 
And that starts by having a business growth strategy. This is where I always start with my clients. Because strategy and being methodical gives you clarity of what's been working in your business, what is currently working and what you should be focusing on. It gives you clarity on what isn't working and should be maybe changed, stopped, exchanged for something else. And methodical approach is more needed than ever, okay? When we have a high growth economy and our clients have more resources to spend, more money to spend, or at least feel like it's not going to be difficult for them to acquire those resources, therefore they spend more freely, then sometimes throwing spaghetti at the wall works because you really don't need to work hard to acquire clients. Now, the moment economy changes, people get more serious about their money, more careful, less trusting, and they count every dollar, even if sometimes they have the same amount. In today's economy, even if you have the same amount with all the price increases and the inflation, that amount doesn't go as far as it used to go. So there is a real impact of today's economy on people purchasing power, right? So when our purchasing power goes down, we do think twice about how we're spending money or we're more careful about it. Therefore, acquiring clients requires a little bit more strategy, and thoughtfulness, and it shows who has that or not. If you were throwing spaghetti at the wall before and you didn't really have a business growth strategy and it was more of a accumulation of things that you were doing because other businesses were doing and because you tried and you weren't even clear what was working or not, but somehow clients are coming, that is not going to work for you right now or it isn't working for you right now and you're seeing it in the results. But if you switch to more of a methodical approach and you create a strategy, you can actually find out gems of perspective and information that will allow you to focus on things that work and therefore produce better results, usually with less efforts, and bring you more clients. Now, what I want to say, being methodical in Every economy works great because then if the economy is flourishing, you can attract even more clients than when you're doing it without it. Okay, so it's beneficial either way, but in a slower economy, it's critical to have that. The second letter is O and it stands for outstanding, meaning you need to have an outstanding offering, something that stands out for your ideal client to choose you over competition. Okay, why would they want to choose you? What is your diamond effect, right? If you've been here long enough, you know that diamond effect means that special thing that attracts your clients. And that comes from how you built your business, your offerings, how you put those things together. And you first need to be clear as the CEO, how do you fill your clients' wants and needs? How do you help them solve their problems and achieve their goals? 
And how is this different or more valuable and better than anybody else around you doing the same? And once you're clear on that, then you need to package it and message it to your client in your marketing and sales so they can actually see it themselves. They can understand that and then make the decisions based on that. See how outstanding you are, see your competitive advantage, and then come to you and choose you over anybody else. And it's important because, again, people are more careful in spending their money, and they want to make sure, especially in harder times, that their money goes the long way and that they're making smart decisions. So, In your marketing and sales, you need to showcase how valuable your offers are to create that safety for your ideal clients to say, hey, I am making the best decision I can make for me, for my family, depending on what you offer, right? For my business, whomever your ideal client is. Just think about sometimes when you make decisions of purchases of other people's services, what are you thinking about? What is important to you? Those things will probably be important to your clients and then look at your messaging and marketing strategy. Am I conveying those things to my clients? Are my clients clear on those things? The third letter, D, stands for demand. You are in charge of creating demand for your services, for your offers. And what I mean by creating demand is attracting enough of your ideal clients who want what you offer. So getting in front enough of your potential ideal clients and then talking to them and showcasing all the value so that enough of them buys. So that's where more strategic marketing focuses on, okay? Strategic marketing is not about gathering followers and having them engaged and commenting and liking your posts, but then never buying because your goal is to have like supportive followers. Strategic marketing is about attracting ideal clients who have the need and ideally want what you offer And then just giving them consistent value, consistent information. So when they are ready for the purchase, they choose you over somebody else, whether they engage with you in that marketing content or not. There are some people that just lurk and watch and then they buy. And then one other thing that I want to touch on here is that demand, creating that demand doesn't stop at the marketing and sales level. I have this concept that I teach my clients and when we work together, I literally go through with them their entire sort of customer journey in their business from marketing to onboarding to delivering a service and offboarding because I believe that you sell and create demand in each touch point your client has with your business. As I said, people need to feel safe and good about spending their money and their negative brain keeps questioning that, especially if they spend with you a substantial amount of money or if they're coming back and especially if their money is tight, right? So they always want to be reassured that yes, they made the right decision. So 
even after, if you don't deliver on what you've promised or if there is hiccups with their experience with you, that safety will go away and that might create buyer's remorse and them never coming back or never recommending you to others or backing out of the service, right? It just depends on what you do. I want to give you my example of one of my former clients who was offering home decor installation services where even when she had to send her crews to change some parts if in those installations because there was a recall, most important part, and it was a health and safety hazard. So the recall could have been scary for their customers. They were able to handle those touch point so well that not only customers feel safe and happy that, you know, their their installations got replacements and good parts, but also some of them even booked more business with her while they were out there dealing with the recall. So it's that important that when you create demand, you're not allowing your clients to leak out of your business past marketing and sales. Because think about it, if you spend a lot of time and effort marketing, being visible in front of the people and you're great at selling, and then you have holes where your customer somehow leaks out of your business, whether it's through the experience that they didn't like or one touch point that they didn't like or the way you handled a complaint or a challenge or the way you've offboarded them or or the way you delivered the service, or there was a miscommunication or missed expectation of what was promised to what was delivered. It's like pouring water to a jug, trying to fill it while there are holes in the jug. No matter how much effort and time you put into pouring the water, you will never make it full if you don't first fix the holes in the jug. Just think about that in your business. Creating demand, having demand happens at each touch point. Selling happens at each touch point your client has with your business. And that's a very important strategy. That's a very important concept that I want you to think about and embrace. But this is a lot of work to what I do with my clients when I coach with them. We go through that. We plug those holes. We make the experience better because that adds up to customers coming back, customers referring, customers raving and on social media and testimonials. The next letter in our modern framework is E, and that stands for effective. Effective as is high performing, meaning you as the CEO are thinking, feeling and operating at your best and then your business operates at your best as a highly performing business. Because when that happens, you're accomplishing more in less time. You have better, more creative ideas that create better results. You're innovative, meaning you stand out from your competition. The client has a great experience. So you becoming a highly performing CEO is crucial in thriving even in the slow economy and in getting your business out of stagnation. I teach my clients how to do it through my coaching. And I want to give a shout out to a couple of my clients 
from the Diamond Effect coaching group that just came to me not that long ago. And that's what was happening to them. Their business was stagnated. They weren't signing clients. They were really getting to the point where they didn't believe they could turn the business around. And guess what? One of them signed a couple clients not that long ago. The other one, as I'm recording this, has two big conversations with potential clients today and tomorrow, I believe. When you become highly performing, meaning very effective in how you work, the quality of your thinking produces high quality decisions and actions, therefore results, magic happens then. The second last letter is letter R, and that stands for results. And that's a focus on results for your clients and their experience. What you have to offer, your services, your offers should be all about what is my client getting out of it, right? What are the benefits of them working with me? What are they looking for the results? Focus on results also shows your clients that you respect them, you respect the money that they entrust in you, that you really have their best interest in mind. Okay, you're not just there to deliver service for the sake of delivering service. You're there to deliver service for them to ultimately get what they want. Right? Like, think about it. If you're a massage therapist, it's not just about delivering massage. It's about the end game. What does the client want from that massage? They want to feel relaxed. They want to get rid of back pain. They want to get rid of neck pain or whatever the case might be. And if that's not created at the end of that service, they're not going to be happy, no matter how good you are. It's the same with being a contractor, right? If let's say you're renovating a bathroom and you gave a client certain vision or they gave you certain vision and their goals with that bathroom and you promise them one thing and within the certain time, if you go too much outside of it as the renovation progresses and the clients doesn't get the results that they wanted, they're not going to be happy no matter how fantastic project was and how well it went or whatever the case might be. Be results oriented. And look at that in your currently in your business. Are you results oriented for your clients? And finally, last letter, which is an N, modern N. And this is for no hustle. Don't try to do it all. Don't try to work more or harder just because the times are hard and it's harder to get clients. Therefore, I need to be working more and hustling more, okay? That's not a solution. As Albert Einstein said, we cannot solve the problem with the same thinking that created it or doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. So doing more of what's not working right now for you is not going to create a new result. So if there is things that are not working, look at your business through this lens, but also look at yourself as the leader through the modern framework and say, where do I need to grow in order to create better results, get my business out of the stagnation? I don't need to hustle. I don't need to work more because it's not going to work. And what I say is, 
you cannot outwork your skill gap. So if there is a skill gap somewhere here that is being shown even more visibly because of the recession, adding more work, hustling, working longer hours, getting busier or doing more activities, it's not going to help. It will actually hustle, will cost you money, time and resources, especially if you get tired and stressed and overwhelmed. Your mental capacity in making good decisions and in being creative and being innovative in creating demand or attracting the clients or focusing on clients' results or their journey is going to be lowered. So you're not doing any favors to anybody if you hustle. So don't. No hassle. Okay? And if you want to double your business without adding more work, or you want to get your business out of stagnation, I can help. Let's talk about it. I offer free sales consultation. And during this consultation, you'll get a lot of value just by getting my perspective and insight in your business, in your current situation. And I'll tell you exactly why things are not working the way you want them to and what you would need to focus on to get out of that and get on the trajectory to growth. So I'll leave the link in the show notes. You can schedule your consultation there. Okay, talk to you soon and see you in the episode next week. Bye. Thank you for listening today. If this podcast resonated with you, please come back. Also, you can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening. And if you have a suggestion, question, or a topic you would like me to talk about, let's get in touch via email. Email me at maggie at starwaytoleadership.com. See you in the next episode.